silence. So, baseball. Baseball. Northwest. Northwest. Baseball. Baseball. Hardware. Noise. Mm-mm. This is the sound of inside my head. This is the sound of inside my head. Actually, it's more like this. Because it's only in my left ear. And fortunately, it's a lot quieter. Something maybe like this. Silence is my enemy. Noise is my friend. Northwest? Northwest. Hello. Hello, Paulo. Hi, Gordon. Airplane. Airplane. You know, I can I can empathize with your tinnitus. I know how much the inescapable component of it not only cuts you off from the outside world, but can drive you crazy. Do you mind if I ask you about being crazy? Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, I know. Really, especially in the middle of the night. Yeah. And you just, like, you're lying there, and you just think, A, I'm going crazy. B, I, I'm losing my hearing. C, something worse is happening. Because it's the middle of the night, and it, and it crowds it crowds out your thinking, too. Yeah. It escalates, you know what I mean? Silence is my enemy. Playground. Playground. One night when my husband and I were going to sleep, there was a dripping sound. And where we lived, the rain would fall on the windowsill and make this dripping sound. And, and he said... Listen to the sound of the rain. I love that sound. And it made him happy, and it made him relaxed. And I hadn't even noticed the sound. And then when I heard it and listened to it more closely, I said, oh, that's not the rain. It's, that's a faucet dripping in the bathroom. And he said, I can't sleep with that sound. I hate that sound. And he had to get up and turn it off. So it's the same sound, but in one context, his reaction was positive, and in the other, it was quite negative. And I think if you start to be quite bothered by a sound, your brain may, in fact, turn up the volume of it. Silence has been my enemy. Since the tinnitus started. It's true, if somebody has tinnitus and it's bothersome for them, then you want to, you know, perhaps avoid silence. Noise, by definition, is unwanted sound. Since silence has become my enemy, mm-hmm. sounds that I would have previously considered to be unwanted, mm-hmm. background hums, the fridge, mm-hmm. air conditioning, the hum of the city, mm-hmm. are no longer unwanted. They've become my allies right. to block out my tinnitus. Mm-hmm. So then I start to question the definition of noise as unwanted sound. But you see, that's it, exactly. It's not, they're not really noise to you, right? The hum of the city and so forth. That's not noise if it's not interfering with anything, if it's not unwanted. Silence. Noise. Noise. Silence. How do you respond to my quandary, though, that ironically in the past few years, 
I've often found myself being grateful for those those electronic hums that make up such a part of our noise pollution. Listen to your tinnitus more clearly and take interest in it. It still has its message. There still something for you to hear in that that will help improve your life. This is the sound of inside my head. So where are we? We are in? We are at St. Paul's Hospital in the Audiology and Ear, Nose and Throat Department. Okay. And where are we going? We're heading down to the sound booth. Is that the constant hum of the hospital in the background? It is the tinnitus of the hospital, Paolo. Some people say tinnitus, some people say tinnitus. Both are correct. Both are correct. Right, yeah. Okay, you say tinnitus. I say tinnitus. You say silence, I say noise. So this is the deluxe sound booth. This is my side of the booth where the audiometer is, and then patients sit on the other side. Can we do a, can we test my hearing? Yes, we can. All right. But you have to go to the other side. Have a seat there. Most people put in a soundproof booth and asked to listen for, say, five minutes will report hearing sounds that are like tinnitus sounds. What would you like to have tested? They're more likely to do so if there's a loudspeaker in the room. Do I have hearing loss? Do you have hearing loss? Okay. So the mere expectation of hearing a sound will make you more likely to hear tinnitus. Okay, so Paolo, we're going to put these headphones on you. And you're going to start by um, repeating back some words. Okay. Most people that have tinnitus have some hearing loss. Probably one of the most common forms of tinnitus is after you leave a very loud concert and you have a temporary loss of hearing, and with that comes tinnitus. So, Paolo, I'm going to ask you to say some words. Say whitewash. Whitewash. Hardware. Hardware. Playground. Playground. Birthday. Birthday. Northwest. Northwest. Airplane. Airplane. Good. I'm going to say those same words, but as I say them, my voice will get softer. And if you're not sure what I'm saying, just guess. Okay? Okay. Northwest. Northwest. Airplane. Airplane. Playground. Playground. Whitewash. Whitewash. For most people, tinnitus goes away after some period of time. Mm. Boy, that's quiet. Do you know the, the cause of your um, tinnitus? Northwest. I've just learned how to live with it, and I feel like I have a pretty mild case compared to some people. Whitewash. Have you tried uh, changing your lifestyle any? Playground. I sort of have. I don't mm, something. listen as much to my 
iPod as I used to. Good. We're done that part. Okay. Well, there you go. I used to also work in daily music radio, and sometimes I kind of wonder if just the overload is what led to the tinnitus in the first place. Hearing too much music all the time. And in a way, my, my question, my big question is, has music become noise? Noise. Silence. Paolo, the next test that I'm going to do is going to see how clear speech is for you when it's at a comfortable level. Okay? okay. Say the word pad. Pad. Say the word match. Match. Say the word deep. Now, you deep. say that say you have a background pitch. in radio. Say the word And deep. so you had all this critical listening going on where um, you were editing together shows and, and all, the time. all the time. Say the word nice. Nice. Perfect. Great. So I have your test results here and they are really good. So you can see your thresholds are a little bit better than zero. And zero represents the average hearing of an 18 year old. Baseball. Mm -mm. Maybe Northwest. Okay. So even though I, I have above average normal hearing, mm -hmm. I still have this ringing in my ear. How is that possible? Where does the sound come from? When we hear sound, what's happened is sound vibrations have traveled through air to our ear, and our ear has changed that mechanical energy into biochemical energy that the brain can interpret as sound. And that biochemical energy is essentially an electrical signal that travels through the auditory system of the brain. But there's enough background activity in the auditory system of the brain that we can hear it. And that is what tinnitus is, if we listen under the right circumstances or if something brings it on. So it's like the background hum of the brain. the sort of internal noise of the brain. Your brain will filter out information it doesn't need, and it's a good thing that our brain works that way, because if it didn't, we'd be aware of all sounds all the time. So our brain picks and chooses what it will bring to our conscious attention. If the brain identifies tinnitus as a threatening sound or an annoying sound, it is more likely to bring it to your attention, and that's when it can start to become a problem for people. Noise. So in a way, it's taking a sound that was just background hum, it was just noise, mm -hmm. and it's converting it into signal. It's saying, this is something that I've got to pay attention to. Listen to your tinnitus. It still has its message. One of the things I've always wondered with you is, are you more tuned to hearing your tinnitus because you are so 
so much of your life and your career is involved with listening. I mean, you're listening to everything, right? So that may make you more likely to be aware of tinnitus. It's like a job hazard. It's a bit of a job hazard for you, yeah. But if tinnitus is only there when you're listening for it, and then when you hear it, it's not creating any sort of negative reaction, then for most people it doesn't really matter if it's there. And so I do have patients that will come in, and after having done some therapy for a long time, they'll say, you know what, I couldn't hear my tinnitus until I really listened for it. And that's certainly not how they're feeling when they first come in. And some even say, I couldn't hear my tinnitus, and I missed it. And that surprises them quite a bit, that they would have changed their reaction to tinnitus so much. You say silence, I think noise.